0: kids these days. They're confounded video games. Michael needs some ranch. I'm Michael LaFavor. I'm Ryan Matlock. And I'm Daniel Roth. We're three technology-deprived fans of Beyond Gilead. And today we're reviewing 10-8 Ranch
1: Blessing by John Fornoff. So join us for episode 133 on our return to Gilead.
0: Welcome, Daniel Roth, of your fellow Odysseans fame, to the Return to Gilead podcast. Welcome, sir. It's good to have you here. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.
0: Tell us a little about yourself and why I invited you on today.
1: Well, uh, we had talked, uh, I'd had you on as a guest on my podcast, your fellow Odysseans, and uh, you... uh, put out an invite to join you on your podcast here today
0: yeah i believe you've been a fan of in like you've been in the odyssey fan base for a really long time you're one of the brave souls who corrals the the weirdos over on facebook so thank you for (laughs) doing that thank you you are a true hero yeah uh and for some reason i don't know what it is every guest we've had on has been for a pretty lackluster episode and i'm sorry to say this daniel but Uh, I'm going to give the summary for this episode and then give you my thoughts on it. (laughs) Michael visits Justin at Uncle Tommy's ranch for a weekend and gets a taste of the technology-free farm life. I'm sorry I've got to say this, but I think this is one of the worst episodes of all of Gilead. (laughs) Oh, no. And I'm really really sorry about that because I remembered this episode a lot better when I invited you on for it.
1: (laughs) Anyway, what is your history with Gilead? Have you heard any episodes of it before? I feel like I heard the name and then my niece... Uh, started listening to it and told me about the show and then recently I started listening to the first season yeah nice so I'm familiar with those episodes
0: are you listening to us as you listen to the first season too
1: no I oh. heard a few episodes listened to a few episodes that you had done recently uh, when you asked me to join you so I had an idea of
0: what the oh, podcast
1: okay. is like well spoilers I guess
2: anyway but I did no, listen just know just know that our Opinions of the earlier episodes are more favorable than what we're reviewing right now just on average
0: (laughs) you want to get into it guys Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. First off uh, I told you a little bit about Michael Morrison and my little blurb about what this episode is Daniel and Michael is sporty He's you know, he, he does sports So then when we get to this episode and have Justin be the one with like without any mention of it He used to be into computers Like a geek. (laughs) He was a whiz at it. He was great. And Michael was the Mm -hmm. one who was doing football and getting out there and making friends and facing challenges head on and still being kind of like lumbering about things here and there. This doesn't make sense for Michael to be all of a sudden all like, oh, I need my technology, especially because it was just established in an episode last season, just out of nowhere, that Michael likes playing video games. And I thought it was weird in that episode. And it's weird that it's kind of being continued here. Michael doesn't really have a reason to be as attached to technology as he does. It doesn't feel like him at all. Yeah,
2: I agree. And I think the complication in this episode, the it, one reason it kind of feels so weird is that it, I think it partially feels contrived. Um, that the point of the episode is to speak to partially the simplicity of ranch life and why simple and more traditional slash old-fashioned equals closer to god in way and as such we've got to have some character who is the opposite of that to dunk on <laughs> 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 while we, we while we show that everybody else in the episode is uh in a better place which you know if that's kind of your goal then i i guess they kind of accomplished it it just ends up kind of shoehorning Michael into a role he doesn't quite
0: seem fit uh, quite seem suited to Michael's heart issue here is that it's just hard to get adjusted to a new place that's a normal thing and if you were to just look at Michael and the things that he does and not the conversations he has about well what is how should i be feeling spiritually about this it's normal to be like well if you're going through technology withdrawal sure that's that's fine that's a thing but then to see he's fine on sunday goes and spends the whole day by himself, and he feels great at the end of it, partly because he has some alone time with God, and the next day he's doing perfectly fine. I don't know that it had anything to do with a change in mindset more than just this is what would have happened if he had spent a couple days by himself. I don't see this episode playing out any differently if Michael still has his phone or still has some semblance of technology but is just getting adjusted to ranch life. I don't think it's addressed whatever heart issue was here in the first place an issue that I don't even really think Michael should have. Yeah. I'm curious what you thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Tell us tell us about it. Because we're really negative. So if you have any <laughs> positives you want to bring out here, <laughs> let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. I, I can see your perspective from, from what you know from his history. Uh, so for coming from my point of view, yeah. I, I like the episode. Yeah. It makes um, sense. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it taught a good lesson. Very prevalent for today's time, especially even just myself. I was like, yeah, you know, the way electronics... And stuff can get us down and take us away from uh, spending time with God. So I, I really enjoyed the the conversation he had with his uncle. And and I, I figured I was missing something with his brother there. He seemed to have learned something from being at that ranch too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a good episode um, just from listening to it out of all the others. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the context
0: that we have of his brother is that he went to live with his uncle. Wasn't even mentioned that this was a ranch. Wasn't even mentioned that this was a ranch for other troubled kids. That's all new to this episode. So whatever lesson that Justin learned, oh, that was okay. introduced in this episode. So no, hmm. you're not really missing something. There's just a, a gap in logic there. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious okay. to ask, do you think that the the verse, be still and know that
1: that I'm God,
0: do you think that was well included here? Do you think that was well, like, well presented?
1: Well, what would you think it would be a better verse to to tell the story. I don't agree with the story. Or to get the point across.
0: I don't agree with the point. I don't think that this is a biblical point that you need to not have technology to be close to God. I think that if you were to put uh, uh, Uncle Tommy... In a city life and, and have him like to be managing a schedule and to be doing this. But to have times when he could have quiet time with God, he'd probably also be saying, I don't know how you live like this. This is crazy. When, when is your time <laughs> just to relax and just to tend to the cows and to have Michael go, well, God doesn't call us to a life of comfort. Like That is equally as valid because the Bible doesn't necessarily talk about take time away from. Well, maybe it does. But those—that's not even brought up here. the The point of the "Be still and know that I am God" is coming from a passage where it's not that we are distracted; it's that look at how powerful God is. Be still and know that He is God. Yeah, I'll even add to that: that "be still" phrase is the
2: word in the original language. It's the word "Rafa," and it means to—it means a couple of things. Uh, basically, it means to sink or relax. Uh, so it doesn't mm-hmm. mean be quiet. It is used kind of, if you kind of imagine, like, sinking into a cushion. That's more of the context of that phrase. And it's used as a contrast to terms like anxiety, fear, or worry about the unknown. Not generally in contrast to discontentment. As it's used in this episode, it seems to be used as a, hey, sit still because that's the only way you can get in touch with God, which is a different kind of stillness. There's stillness of... Uh, uh, like a piece and there's stillness where you
0: don't do anything which is closer to rest as a term it's also really weird in the context of how this episode framed it because if you take the ending to be well yeah michael's lesson was that he just needed to get away from technology because technology is just distracting him then the ending is like well he just went right back he just went back to his computer. Oh, but then he had a moment when he realizes, oh, but his family's more important than his computer. And then he made the right decision at the end. But I think it's a lot stronger ending and in, more in line with what his character would do is if he realized, yeah, sometimes it just takes time to get adjusted to a new scenario and that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but through it all, God is sovereign. Um, oh, flashback to last episode. But still in this uh, in this context, him being on the computer is like, yeah, even though I have the computer, that's not distracting me from the things that matter, which are my family. And then he st- like he leaves the computer after that, I'm, I'm guessing. So that makes those lines at the end make more sense in what I know of Michael and what I think a good ending would be. The point here is that I don't see Michael, I don't see the main problem here, that Michael is just so distracted with technology. It's that he's uncomfortable with a new scenario that he's opted into by going to visit Justin. But yet the only response we get is that Well, actually, the clip of the day. Uncle Tommy, no offense, but I don't
1: think I could stand to live this way. Hmm. You know, something I learned a long time ago, Mike. God's not real interested in our comfort. But doesn't he want us to be happy? Well, better yet, I think he wants his kids to be full of his joy. See, happy depends on what happens. But joy is like this deep down smile inside of you. It's a confidence you have in God, no matter what happens. Happy happens. Happy has to happen?
0: Yes, it has to. How? When you serve the greater good. You get that reference, right? I do. Okay. I just but don't know the, whether Daniel does. <laughs> I agree, m- might not. That's fine. Uh, but here, the, the point that I'll, I'll kind of address this back to our guest. Uh, the point that I'm bringing out here is, do you think that what, like, do you, do you agree with this assessment that this is what Michael has a problem with, that he's not uh, he's not joyful in this scenario? Or is it just that he's not happy and it's hard for him to get adjusted to it?
1: Well, I'll, I'll start by answering your, the first question you asked me is that after you explained it, yet, no, I don't think that verse was the right one to use as for context. That doesn't make sense. But no, I think the second thing you said, I think it's more it's more about him. Well, I can't think of what you just said. Uh,
0: no, I was saying that um, it, Do you think it's more that this is just an, an uncomfortable scenario and while it may be fleeting that he's unhappy here, he is still deep down joyful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that's
1: where I'm like I That makes more sense.
0: So well, let, let's let's put a pin in this. We can talk about more of the uh, later if we have to. But <laughs> this is written by John Fornoff, and you're really familiar with
1: his writing because of all the stuff that he's done on Odyssey. Could you hear John yeah, Farnoff yeah. in any other writing here? The thing I'd have to do first, and I've been thinking about this as I've listened to other episodes, is like now is that now that I know it's him, like the Zach kept saying his name over and over, so I was like, <laughs> okay, he's a consistent writer. So now I got to go and listen to John Fornoff episodes to then hear his style in Odyssey.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: then I'd have a better idea of that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: he, he he did, like, I don't know many of the episodes off the top of my head. I know he did Snow Day. Yep. Uh, at the very least.
0: Okay. He did um, Relatively Annoying, I'm pretty sure. Which is a, mm. I think he did that one. Hey, editing Michael here, that was actually Marshall Younger, not John Fornoff. Sorry. Which is a much better episode than this one. Yeah. Whereas in this one, we just get a, a <laughs> quick reference to... Oh, well, Michael, you weren't told beforehand that you're not supposed to bring your technology, but you brought so much and now I'm going to take it all away because we we can't have it around the kids who come here. First off, we don't see any kids that actually come there. And second, it feels it just feels really contrived that that was the the way it was set up. But I I still I still like how like the, the scenarios he gets into, even though they're kind of weird. That's John Foremanoff's style of Going from scene okay. to scene with having action after after action and like the the humor like with him fainting with the cow giving birth that's that's definitely John Fornoff humor right there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know if John Fornoff wrote it, but he definitely reminded me of Allison in Camp or Nut. Uh,
0: which which one? Oh, between Camp no, and Nut, no, first one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was um, the, no. Right, the, I guess it's the second one, but yeah, album five. Album five. Oh no, that was definitely not John Fornoff. I think that was um. I think it was Paul McCusker. Paul McCusker or Phil Lawler. Okay. Back then.
1: Yeah. yeah, either way, it reminded me of Allison. I don't remember Allison. <laughs> yeah. Who, was she,
0: who was she? Allison <laughs> needed her TV. Oh, right, right. Okay, I'm getting my Camp Wedded episodes confused. My bad. <laughs> See, you guys are bigger Odyssey fans than I am at this point. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> you want to talk about- I don't have AIO audio news. Yeet! You want to talk about Alan Ballin, <laughs> the guy who doesn't care about Michael getting hurt on this horse? Where he says, "Oh, you rode, <laughs> have you ridden bareback before?" And Michael goes, "Uh, yeah." And Justin starts to go out, oh, Mike. And then Alan is just perfectly willing to let Michael jump on this horse and ride off without any kind of rope or anything <laughs> holding him. The first time Michael's ridden a horse, he he falls off into poop, and then he gets back yeah. on, and the horse goes out of control. I'm like, "Wait, wait, first off, that's... it
2: was it was poop."
0: He said, "That's not mud." I thought it was chocolate syrup, <laughs> or like Hershey squirt. <laughs> Anyway, so that all that all happens, and um, I'm like, that is not how you train beginners, and I'm starting to think that Michael's discontent with this farm, with this ranch, is not just that he doesn't have technology, but that the way he's being trained is not good. <laughs> the way
2: he's being treated, honestly, like, first off, I find it very ironic that this, this guy's like, you know, God's not really interested in our comfort. So you, I'm know, you, make you need you uncomfortable. to learn. You need to learn to be still. Now we have a long day of work ahead of us. <laughs> like if he yeah. went there to be still, if this is a, if this is supposed to be a spiritual calmness retreat, that's in line with the Bible. We know that Jesus frequently took time by himself in the wilderness to just pray, to just spend time with God. We see him doing this a ton in the Garden of Gethsemane. In his like darkest hour, he's just sort of by himself he wants to be like with his friends but they're sleeping and so he's praying and plenty of times that's what he's doing in order to get close to God and I'd say there's an argument for that if you if you if the argument is be like Jesus because he told you to be like Jesus that makes plenty of sense and I I could buy that but they're saying be still in the midst of like this busy okay we're gonna like install a ton of fence posts and birth a calf Twice, twice. <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't sound like there's much time for anything
0: other than farm work. So it seems like they're being conflated with each other. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what if we got two perspectives of this? Of both Michael or somebody is being adjusted to farm life, and somebody's being adjusted to city life, and finding God and finding peace in the middle of that. That could that could make for a really great moral where you don't say that the farm life, the ranch life, is inherently better than the busy technology filled life like both of them are busy both of them have their own challenges and stressors but it's you know it's just a natural thing that you'd feel uncomfortable in one of them but you need to be anchored to god in all of it or else you're not going to be able to withstand trials that come was there anything else that you want to bring out in this episode daniel or stuff that like either remind you of odyssey or stuff you thought was done really well
1: well it it made me think of uh, in the way of you t- need to be still and you know Get with God. Yeah. It made me think of when Eugene goes to the monastery. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Or when Tom told Wit to just stop in all his Christmas chaos. I will, Tom. Um, Later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And almost the same thing. It's like be still, listen to the snow, the quiet. And, well,
0: and those are those are good because we see that that's a job that Wit has. It's something that he has to do. Take care of the shop here with Michael. He's being forced into this scenario and being told the way to get out of this is by getting closer to God. Whereas, again, I think it was just spending a day alone, especially because the time that he spends with God is just going and watching a sunset. And then his comment about it is, wow, that'll make a great screensaver. Just indicating that he still doesn't have a problem with technology there. He's still thinking about it, but it's his mindset that is different. I think the episode is subconsciously saying, yeah, it's not that he doesn't like technology anymore. And like the fact that he leaves his phone and everything behind and he's just okay with it is kind of weird because your phone is kind of important. Maybe not to a, a like a, a 10th grader, however old he is in this episode. But it's just I'm getting mixed messages from well, what do you do when you're alone with God? Like what character growth does that bring you? And while we saw it with Eugene and Wit not sure as we see it th- that we see it as strong with Michael here.
1: Yeah, it seems like it would have been better if he was using electronics while at the ranch and then they got taken away from him.
0: Yeah, or like one example is that he's like they have the the dial-up modem that uh, Uncle Tommy says that Michael <laughs> could use to check his email and he says, "Well, I can't even check it just once?" Like that would be a good example of, "Oh, sure. Yeah, you you can you can check it once. Like we're okay with that. We're we're not going to completely deprive you of it." Um but yeah, to have it be shown that he is like, he's he's losing, like, he's not peaceful because he's spending so much time on technology. He's distracted. Like, he's got his video game everywhere. And they're like, Michael, you're missing the cow giving birth. And he's like, well, I'd rather be on my video game. And then have that be the, the result of it. Like, actually tie that back in. Uh, Ryan, you want to talk about Justin picking on Michael for technology withdrawal? Because you said something about that last recording. <laughs> sure. So, the technology withdrawal is
2: not technology withdrawal. If we pick apart what's being said he's actually concerned about contacting, like, his friends. He's like, can't I send one more email? Unless you think that kids are just all about those high-tech emails or something, you recognize that sending an email generally comes with a certain message that you mean to communicate to another person, which means that the withdraw is not technology withdraw, it's the friends he's always connected to withdraw, which is interesting because you know verses that say not to stop meeting with other believers or like the fact that we are created for community i would say that we're actually in a certain sense able to do god's will better when we're communicating with each other than when we're isolated and so here michael is he's trying to connect with the people around him and he's being told no And he's going through a certain amount of, like, frustration and discontentness with that, which, you know, that's something that he needs to work out. But then for Justin to be like, Ah, yes, you're addicted to technology. I can see the the twinges of
0: your... uh, The twinges of your friendships leaving your body. And he's like, I just wanted to say goodnight to Maya.
2: I just wanted to...
0: (laughs) (laughs) You won't get that reference, but it's okay, Daniel. (laughs) It's just kind of weird. It's like... Oh, Justin used
2: to be like prior to leaving the show. He was like a really great older brother. Yeah. He generally like he had his scraps with his siblings, but generally he was understanding, the protective, the protective understanding older presence in his younger siblings' lives. And it's just odd for him to just
0: now he's just this teasing meanie. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, this is a its a big moment to see, oh, wow, Justin's back. This is the first episode in the mainstream that he's been back. It's just a short little interaction between him and, and John, and it's, it's okay. But it's just, it doesn't feel like the Justin we know, partly because the voice actor is different, and also because he's just not acting the same way. It's, it just doesn't feel the same. It feels like this episode was written for two characters. And just plonk down on Justin and Michael because oh hey that that kind of works without su- a lot of regard to these are the characters' backstories these ha- this is how they would behave this is how we tell a compelling story with these characters does that all make sense yeah sure does I guess overall I'll say this before the wraps Daniel we're gonna have you back on for another episode that is more positive just because I'm like I need to actually <laughs> I need to be fair about this but. Uh, anything else you want to say about the episode before we uh, start to wrap it up?
1: I like some of the lines. I liked when he uh, he said, "What do cows know?" <laughs> I just I love the in, in his voice. I just like he's like half half awake. It's like cow. What do cows know? <laughs> um, and then later when he, I loved how he still had. It wasn't that he was fully cured, and so staring at the sunset, he's just like that'd make a good uh, desktop good screen saver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then I like the title. I thought the title was good. Oh, yeah, Ranch good.
0: Blessing. Uh, Ryan, we have a tradition of pun ratings on this podcast. Ryan, would you like to give the pun rating for this title? This episode's title was Ranch Blessing, and I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, because it's like no, ranch
2: not. dressing.
0: You can't, because there was no salads in this. It's got to be a 9. Mm, well, the
2: salad was... Uh, Michael's brain as it went through 10 with out draw. of 10, he,
0: he, 10, out know, 10. He, he became a vegetable
1: <laughs> I, I mean I, I, I was tempted to bring a veggie tray so there we go
0: <laughs> okay uh, time for the wraps Well, uh, we're going to move on. Sorry I have to cut off the ranch dressing discussion. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Daniel, thanks so much for joining us on this episode. This was fun to have you here. I'm glad to repay the favor. And, yeah. And Yeah, again, we'll, we'll have you back again soon. We'll have you back yeah, for thanks a much for better episode. Me. It'll be grand. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Looking forward to you it. you want to
0: tell people how to get in touch with you or how to find your podcast?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, it's Your Fellow Odysseans, and you can find me on Spotify, and instagram and uh, as they mentioned before you can also find the adventures on adventures and odyssey fan club on facebook and instagram fantastic
0: well awesome. go check that out if you're an odyssey fan anyway ryan what's a way that some listeners can get in contact with us i don't know if this is dead by this point
2: you know they can go to returntogilead.com yeah. the and method the website by is, which they get there
0: is to ten- completely up to them yeah well the good thing is my website is back up it was Yay! back up actually before the Pittsburgh Doology, and in the next episode, we make a reference to the fact that it's down. It's, it was down then. We make
2: a reference to the fact that it's down in an episode we haven't released yet.
0: Yes. That's oh, hilarious. No. <laughs> but anyway, so we're, we're going to be like, no- the
2: website's down? No, it's
0: not. <laughs> we're going to have another special <laughs> guest on for the next episode, and that will be Going Through the Motions 10-9. Who is this guest? Well, you've never heard of this person before, and I'm excited for you to hear her. So, cool. Well, speaking of
2: guests, mm. Daniel, we're going to yeah. load you into our time cannon and shoot you into the future where you'll uh, land and join us back on the podcast. Yeah, we expect you to not do anything uh, until right. that moment. Yeah, so. Just start
0: reviewing with us. Go for it. Yeah, so... so just, <laughs> we uh, can do that. Well,
2: you'll, after that episode, we'll shoot you back into the past so that you can edit uh, your stuff for just now. don't shoot them so, <laughs> the Sunday special. To, to a, everybody that's... else, you'll still... <laughs> Be maintaining your consistency, but for the for the sake of this podcast, it'll be all linear. So uh, yeah. Uh, just goodbye Daniel that cannon right
0: there. Yeah, just step in. I'm not I'm not putting yeah. in the sound design for this. Do, no, I, I can make the sound design.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then we'll light the cannon. Goodbye.
0: any Bye, last Daniel. words?
2: Um uh,
0: Bye! In the meantime, I'm
2: Ryan and I'm Michael and I'm Daniel thanks for joining. Wait, how'd you get back here? Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> we'll see you all in the next episode where we'll once again return to Gilead.
0: Daniel, can you give me a. Whoa! <laughs> And then you can just rewind it as it comes back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not as healthy as just eating them raw.
0: Oh, you just eat it. Oh. (laughs) It's
2: about being contented, Michael.